Welcome, everybody. Uh, We're here, episode nine of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. We are just about 25 minutes removed from the 2019 edition of the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. And uh, you don't seem too happy. That was that was one of the worst pay per views I've seen in like a, a long time. Uh, a multitude of things, man. We are gonna get into it, but uh, and uh, that like I'm, I'm really just befuddled because like how the hell for the second year in a row have we had a hell in a cell match in in no contest? I don't know, and I'm so confused about it. Uh, I, I, before before we start everything, what did you think about the red lighting in, in the cage? I I didn't like it at first until like it, it grew on me uh, after about like five minutes because I was like, this is it's actually kind of dope. Like I'm pretty sure that it wasn't an issue for the fans inside the arena, uh, or or they would have made themselves you know would have made it known that they can't see shit. Uh, <laughs> so. It, it, it grew on me. I thought I thought it was pretty dope for for the fiends persona. It's not something I want to see them just do. Uh, I seen somebody say on Twitter it's it's a good way to kind of evolve the sale because it's kind of you know in the last what ten years that there's been a hell in a cell pay per view. It's kind of fallen a little flat uh, since they actually turned it into a, a, an annual show. Uh-huh. Um, so it's, it was a good way to kind of kind of make it evolve a little bit, but. The ending was so stupid. Yeah, and and I never, I never like, I'm never one of the one of the fans is just like ah, WWE did this blah blah blah. But like, damn, like I'm really, this is like one of the first times I've really like ever just been disappointed at a pay per view. Yeah, that that that's oh, huge. Wow. That's 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 saying something coming for you. I think you're a WWE fan enough. You're you're credible to say. If something's good or not good, you know what I mean. And if you say I, that I don't complain about good, everything, like people like to complain and nitpick over over the little pettiest things. This one, this this instance is not one of those times. Um, even even Kofi Kingston losing the title, I didn't think was one of those times. Um, we touched on that a little bit, but like, damn, bro, like this, like how do you have a cell match ending no disqualification? I mean, uh. uh I thought it was a DQ, but it was it was a no contest. But like how, how like one the match was dragging on too long. Uh, I, one aspect yeah. of it I did like was that the the fiend like gets powerful with the more pain and and you know everything that he absorbs, he just gets more powerful. Like that's some really dope character development. But like other than that, like the ending was just really ruined the rest of the match for me. Mm-hmm. And and I wasn't really too big on the pay per view anyway because of the way it started off with Sasha Banks tapping out. Definitely thought she would win. Like Becky Lynch has been in like all the ads for for SmackDown on Fox and everything. Yeah. So we're about a week they, before the draft. So I kind of had a you know hunch that she was maybe going to lose. She you know go over to SmackDown. I mean she always can get drafted and then be forced to vacate the title but like it's no fun um <laughs> and then you know 
same thing with Bailey. Like Bailey also lost immediately before the cell match. So like everything just kind of everything that happened in this show uh, that was scheduled. I mean, it was only four matches scheduled and it was nine matches on the card. So like everything else felt like an episode of Monday Night Raw and it wasn't their best moment. They kind of blew their load earlier in this week and it was just like, we're just going to chill for a pay-per-view. Yeah, I think uh, this is like the wrong time to schedule a, a pay-per-view. And they also have to build towards the Crown Jewel pay-per-view on Halloween. Um, and then their Survivor Series next month. So, you know, I'm pretty sure they'll get back on the right track. But this is just like a, a throwaway. Uh, you know, they maybe should have booked the hell of a sell pay-per-view like, you know, a couple weeks later. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You know, I, you knew you were going to Fox. You knew. You I, I think. I think all out for the Fox premiere. You knew what day that it was going. You know, before right. you probably even scheduled the Hell in a Cell pay per view. So I'm pretty sure, like, you might have could have found some time in the next couple of weeks. I know, like, NBA preseason is starting off. Uh, you know, I don't know when the Kings play, or if they're going to have the arena reserved, or if they had like other events going on. They just had to. I don't know. It's, it's so much, you know, logistics that go into it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So many different parameters you got to just uh, kind of consider, but. And uh, they kind of booked themselves into a, a tight little corner. Um, but also, uh, because I don't want to be negative, uh, I, I will say that for tomorrow night and for the, the draft that starts on Friday, it's added a layer of unpredictability. And so uh, that's one way to just kind of – it's one positive to take. Already. It, it, it's, it, yeah, it, it's one positive to take from this show, if I can take a positive from it, which I think more people should. Uh, I got a positive. Focusing positive. on the negative all the time. Like, find some positives in those negatives. And uh, one of my biggest positives going forward is that, you know, it's really, really unpredictable. Uh, my My biggest positive going forward is – uh, I like the new stages. I, I like that. Uh, but I do I do have a bone Smackdown to pick. stage is so fire. I do have a bone to pick with WWE. Everything I've been saying for years is 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 now coming into, you know, existence. You know, I was upset that we kept getting the same stages for the longest. I was upset that NXT wasn't at least a, a, a same week tape show or not live now that we are getting all this they on the network and all this so it's, it's starting to feel like the old days again you know i'm not saying? gonna lie uh i'm not gonna lie i did not really pay attention to my television like it was kind of like background noise for me what um during the hell in the cell so like i don't did they have a oh, yeah. they have a unique pay-per-view set for hell in the cell uh it wasn't really wasn't unique it was like kind of like the old Raw stage, but like they have like different ways of setting up stuff, and I'm like, you know, it don't. Even if you have the same stage for every pay per view, I just don't want to see the same stage as of Raw and SmackDown on every, you know, pay. I don't want to feel like I'm still watching Raw you know, SmackDown pay per views every every single Raw SmackDown pay per view for maybe the last like five years was the same exact set. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of at least give us something dope. different, you know. What I mean, just just something different. I mean, like only time you give us something different was you know WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, or you know those yep. Saudi Arabia shows. Like that's when you had a, a unique. <sighs> show. So that's the one thing I'm looking forward to is just it's different. Like we talked on the last episode, just new pay per view sets. I think it's cool. 
Um, because I had, you know, a lot of them back in the day, it was really just dope to me. And, and yeah. it gave every show like a unique, a different, yeah, a different feeling. So it's, it's definitely something that we can look forward to. Uh, you know, that's it's one of the, the many things about this, uh, I guess they say this new era of wrestling. Uh, I, I love it, man. Uh, do you want to recap uh, SmackDown? Yeah, let's, recap, uh, let's, let's first uh, let's first recap uh, the first episode, uh, the premiere episode of AEW Dynamite. Hey, um, hey. I actually like I didn't watch it. Uh, I, I figured out what I'm gonna do on Wednesday nights is every week I'm just gonna alternate which show that I watch live. Okay. And so uh, I did not watch the premiere of AEW just because they were re-airing it immediately afterwards. Yeah. Uh, so that that sounds like a TNT type of thing. I don't think yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't I don't think they're gonna be doing that uh, every week, but I kind of hope so because it, it might just make things a little bit easier. But uh, if they're not, then I'll just definitely uh, alternate on a weekly basis. Uh, I watch NXT and then watch AW right afterwards. Uh, I I enjoy the show. Um, both both opening matches, uh, you know, started off in NXT with uh, Matt Riddle and Adam Cole for the NXT title. Uh, no commercial breaks. Fireworks. Uh, it started off with a bang. Uh, Cody Rhodes and uh, Sammy Guevara also had a a dope match. Uh, both matches ended at the same exact time. Bro, can, can, can I say that too? Like, that was kind of funny to me. Like, it was one point where they both were on the turnbuckle at the same exact time. And that's that's incredible. <laughs> like like it I was looking at cuz I had it on side by side. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And watching that I'm like I'm looking and I'm like wait, are they doing the same thing? And I was, it was just funny like soon I think was it like soon as Adam Cole won, that's when uh Cody got the pin. And then immediately afterwards like I don't know why they did this to me but like you can't have Velveteen Dream and MJF cutting promos <laughs> at the same time because then I have to, right. you know, my anxiety is just like on another level. I got to make yeah. a decision which one I want to watch because uh, I enjoy the both characters. Oh, yeah, like both characters are just entertaining. Uh, MJF is like somebody called MJF Great Value Miz. What? And like, it's true, but it's also like sometimes Great Value be on par with like the name brand too. But it's like passing. Just be court. cheaper. It's just like, hey, like, what's happening? Cause like, you ever had great value cereal? It tastes just like the same thing, and it's like a dollar cheaper. Or you can say he's just a Miz with like, out the PG. I think yeah, I think if Miz wasn't in the machine and like Miz was yeah, like, I think Miz would be tearing people. <laughs> Miz, Miz, Boy, Miz is a WWE lifer. Like ever yeah. ever since like he made the decision to want to be a wrestler like it was always like WWE was always the main thing and he's he's been very successful he's he's pretty much like an ambassador uh, he, got a, he got a reality show cuz like, of him now yeah yeah he got a you know, reality kids, show yeah, why, why USA you? network like he's he's good like yeah. but if the Miz wasn't there i think he would he would take the character to similar heights as MJF uh you know anyway uh MJF is is you know, really entertaining. He got a, you know, victory over Brandon Cutler. Uh, we were with uh, my guy, Chris Van Vliet. Shout out to Chris Van Vliet. 
uh, introduced Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes uh, from Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, apparently, there's a new Jay and Silent Bob movie coming out. I have um, no idea who they were. I haven't I haven't heard either of those names since like 2006, but it's all good. Um, uh, Chris Jericho is in the new Jay and Silent Bob movie, so uh, looks like it was a little cross promotion. Um, okay. We got a uh, Jack Evans and uh, Angelico came out, blah blah blah. Private Party came out, blah blah. blah. Um, yeah, that was that, that's the one thing I didn't like about the show. I'm like, what? What it's is a, the? Seemed like it was just a, a filler, a filler segment. Um, yeah. Which I've, you kind of need filler segments on these shows. Uh, and I thought one, one thing I, I'm going to take away from the premiere episode of Dynamite, they were really good on their pacing. Um, which is like one of the few things I was worried about. Because uh, with Double or Nothing, apparently, like the pacing was kind of off. Like, uh, you know, they almost one of those shows. Uh, not all, not Double or Nothing, but All Out. Uh, they barely got off the air. In oh time. yeah. And um, and so it was one of the things I was concerned about. Like, you know, now you're on live television. Are you going to be able to kind of pace this out pretty well? So they did good in that aspect. Um, so Kyle uncensored, uh, you know, we're in Washington, D.C. Uh, Scorpio Sky does, like, probably one of the best Barack Obama impersonations I've seen in a while. Uh, and, uh, you know, Christopher Daniels and Kaz were, you know, Secret Service agents. Uh, you know, eventually uh, they kind of broke from the Obama shtick, you know, D.C.'s worst time we've ever been to. Right, right, you know, right. You know, their whole shtick. Uh and they, you know, came out on stage. Uh, and this is really this this kind of reminded me of old school WCW where guys just get interviewed on the stage by Tony Schiavone. And so I think, you know, it's something they should keep doing. I like Tony Schiavone. I, I think he gave it that WCW feel. He gives it that. It's just hearing his voice. You know what uh, I mean? And and also Tony Schiavone is still really good. Uh, you know, I can't really say the same about Jim Ross. Um yeah. But I, I didn't think he was going to be an official, um, you know, like announcer. I, I didn't I didn't know he was really, like, gonna be. I, I thought it was that. What was that other guy named that was at um, Starcast? Um, Tony Schiavone was at Starcast. No, not. I mean, it was what's the dude? Alex something. Oh, Alex Marvez. Yeah. Yeah. He also is. Uh, he's worse than Jim Ross. <laughs> so like, I'm I'm good with not having him like do anything. Like, do some backstage interviewing, but, like, live commentary, uh, we're good, bro. Uh, <laughs> um, moving on, uh, we had Pac uh, beat Hangman Page. That was a uh, good match. I'm really. sorry. I'm sorry. Did I say it right? Pac? Pac, Pac, yeah, whatever. Apparently, it's not Pac, and I've been saying Pac for, like, the last year or so since he left WWE. I thought it was um, Pac. Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Pack, I mean, uh, Pax fits better. When uh, you say Pac, you think of Tupac. Yeah, that's just, that's just exactly why. But, uh, yeah, Pac beat Hangman Page. Uh, they were that was supposed a good to, match, man. They were supposed to fight in double or nothing, so they finally had their match, and it was really good. Probably one of the best matches uh, I've seen uh, Pac have uh, since I've actually been following him. Just to uh, note something, Pac is way more interesting as a heel than he ever was as a as a face. Well, as a face, he wasn't really interesting at all, even in NXT. Uh, yeah. but when he, he turned heel on 205 Live, yeah. he just kind of immediately gave some credibility to the show that that show was missing at the time. And then, you know, of course, like the Enzo Amori curse, and, and then it just kind of became like that, 
you know, hey, we just got, you know, wrestlers that do flips now. <laughs> Nobody really has any any character. On the show. Um, that's all going to change this Wednesday. Uh, we'll get into that. Uh, yes, sir. Just know we're going to have a, a new Cruiserweight champion, in my opinion. I think that's the direction we're going to. And I can't wait, in. man. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, next up, we had the uh, the women's championship. Uh, Rio defeated Nyla Rose. Uh, the match was way better than I thought it would be. Um, Nyla Rose kind of almost like you know put put Michael Nakazawa in a wheelchair after uh, she <laughs> lost the match. Um, yeah. She she really needs to kind of get better. Uh, but Rio wins. Uh, Kenny Omega comes out to save Rio after Nyla started, you know, attacking Michael Nagazawa. That was interesting. Like Kenny Omega coming out. Uh, Kenny Omega is also kind of like the the head of the women's division. Uh, I believe. So. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's he's like the 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 fit Finley of AEW, and so uh, he's the one that got Rio and like all the other Japanese ladies over into the company. So okay. Uh, Shout out to Kenny Omega giving us some good wrestlers. Uh, Rio's pretty good. That was my first time I ever really like. I, I've never. I mean, I I know she she competed at Double or Nothing, but uh, that was kind of like the match people just checked out of just to give yeah. themselves a breather. Go to the bathroom, uh, or you know. Um, but she's actually she's really good, and uh, yeah. I think she she would have been dope like in in NXT. But you know, she kind of. No, this is probably a better move for her. She has, you know, the the network between Kenny Omega and everybody else, and so uh, different different styles for different people. Different styles for different people. Uh, forgot to mention that earlier in the show, uh, right after uh, Cody Rhodes <coughs> beat Sammy Guevara, uh, Chris Jericho came out and uh, it attacked him. It uh, kind of showed his allegiance. With Sammy Guevara. And, uh, what is his theme song? I, I like that. Part. I don't know, but like <laughs> he got, he got, he got to get rid of that panda. Oh, you talking about Jericho? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, Jericho. Jer- Jericho theme music is kind of hard. Yeah. Like that shit. Like I watched, I watched a video a few months ago, but this kind of hard. Like, like, like I never, I never liked Fozzy music. Yeah, I've never even listened to Fozzie. Now, also, what one of the one of the very few opportunities I would have had to see Chris Jericho uh, <laughs> before before Double or Nothing, if I'm not mistaken, Double or Nothing was the first Chris Jericho match I ever seen in person versus Kenny Omega. The, and that's the, because Chris Jericho in 2004. Okay, uh, in 2004, it was an episode of Raw in my hometown. And uh, Chris Jericho comes out. Uh, no, he's not there. He's not there at the arena. He's in town. He's not at the arena. There, there was a Fozzie concert scheduled in my city that same night. It was Monday Night Raw, and, and Jericho did the concert. He wasn't set on, up the on the Raw. He wasn't on the show. And oh. and the reason why he wasn't on the show, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, at WrestleMania that year, he fought Christian. And uh and Trish oh, Stratus Trish. turned on him after the match. But yeah. like a month before that, Jericho wasn't at the arena. And uh I can't re- I can't remember if it was Eric Bischoff or Vince McMahon uh booked the match between Christian and Trish Stratus <laughs> in the raw. 
And then Christian's like, you know, I know you're Jericho's girl and everything. I don't want to hurt you. So I'll just lay down and you, you know, get the pin. Christian lays down and then it's like kicks out and then puts Trish in the walls of Jericho and beats her. And so like Jericho's not there technically to help her out. Uh-huh. Cause he has the yeah, Ozzy concert. That's <laughs> true. No wonder, she left. no wonder she loved him. So if you she want a little Christian backstory. That Bobby Lashley love. Yeah, if you want a little backstory to why Trish possibly turned on Chris Jericho <laughs> at WrestleMania 20, it's because uh, he had a gig that night and it wasn't able to save it. It all makes sense now. That's that's true story. Like that's that's and that's like nobody else kind of put nobody else knows that that happened unless you were there in Omaha. Yeah, you, had, you remember exactly. I, I had no idea that so ever. Like that that actually like put things into more perspective for me because like as soon as she turned on him at WrestleMania, I was like, man, that he wasn't there to save her that we yeah, yeah. had a motherfucking concert. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, you gotta get your priorities straight. <laughs> right, man. Like your girl out here getting attacked by your homie and you ain't there. Yeah. You out here performing shitty rock music. Like, come on, fam. <laughs> but uh but Judas is a fire song though, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Uh before the main event we had a uh, Chris Jericho LAX uh, faced off against the Elite, which is uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Uh, early in the match, uh, John Moxley appeared from behind and attacked Kenny Omega. Uh, they fought to the backstage uh, VIP area and uh, got put through a, t- a glass table. And uh, it was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Like, I was happy to see John Moxley there, man. And I, I think I, everybody was expecting it, but... I wasn't expecting it. I didn't know that he was healthy. Um... I'm glad he is. Hopefully, he doesn't have any more issues with the Mercer in his elbow. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's like a, a recurring thing or not. Hopefully, it's not. Hopefully, he's he's good to go. And uh, you know, we're building up the full gear. I think is the next show, and so I believe they're uh, scheduled to face off at full gear finally. So yeah. uh, can't wait. Or it might be uh, next week. Not next week, but sometime on one of these shows. Um, these AEW shows. I think it, I think it's the show in Boston in a couple weeks. Yeah. If it, it feels so good to see the Young Bucks wrestle on TV. Like, I mean, I've seen them wrestle when it was Generation Me on NXT, but that's when I, I completely hated their tag team. And uh, But now that they're probably my favorite tag team right now, it feels good it to was, see them on TV. It was kind of crazy. Uh, I found out that – well, it wasn't I found it out, but just somebody pointed it out that this was Kenny Omega's first match ever on, like, live television. Sure was. And that's kind of crazy to think about, <laughs> like, live, like, not pay-per-view, but, like, live – I mean, that's, that's how you have network television. it was, you know. If, if so, you could be that big of a wrestling star and you not, – not even in the U.S., like, have a real live match in the U.S., that that's that's saying something to me. And uh, after the match, uh, you know, first of all, uh, Chris Jericho uh, in the uh, in LAX beat the Young Bucks because uh, Kenny Omega got put in the table backstage and he wasn't in a match. And the numbers game caught up to him. Uh, Jericho pins uh, one of the Jacksons uh, after the Judas effect. Uh, after the match, Cody Rhodes comes out and uh, gets his revenge on Jericho. Uh, Sammy Guevara comes out. Uh, tax Cody, uh, Dustin Rhodes comes out 
to help out, you know, hit a, you know, Dustin Rose could still go at like 50, which is crazy to me. Um, and after that, <sighs> Jake Hager, uh, former, former world heavyweight champion in the WWE, uh, formerly known as Jack, Jack Swagger. Swagger. Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger. Comes out and got a huge pop. First of all, I don't think he's ever gotten a pop that big since like the last time. Uh, he didn't even get I that think, pop that when he, big when he, when he world heavyweight title. I was there. Yeah, when he won the world title versus Jericho uh, in 09, I want to say. Yeah, he didn't get a pop that guy. And I was there. I was there when he cashed in. He, he, got, a, he got a pop. I remember. He got a pop. It, it, it wasn't like big that. as his pop. Like, even like during the whole like We the People era, which I thought like I, I enjoy his character during that time. He still and it seemed like he's like still that. doing that. Like, you see all the fans. We the, we the people. But like that's that's the biggest pop he's ever gotten, and I can't I couldn't believe like people were going crazy for Jake Hager. Um, but you know, different strokes for different folks, I guess. But uh, what did you mean, think of I this mean, show, man? For the first show. I, I really I really liked it, man. Um, it felt, you know, like like it, it's what I've been wanting to see on, you know, TV, man. Um, a good wrestling show, not to, you know, you know I me. Mean? I'm not the big, you know, entertainment person anymore, you know. But I love wrestling, and to see, I don't want to say indie wrestling, but like basically to see indie wrestling live on TV now, yeah, I love that shit. Keep it up. Uh, and uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a break from um, this conversation real quick. I don't know if you ever heard of World of Ginkum on YouTube. Nope. He does a he does a lot of like Dragon Ball Z uh, reviews. He does a lot of movie reviews, like comic book movie Star Wars. Like I think you told me about him before. Uh, like, that sounds familiar. He also uh, reviews wrestling, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, he just uploaded a video. <laughs> Uh, Hell of a Cell 2019 rant, the worst ever. The worst ever. Uh, it's an 11 minute video. I'm gonna watch it after we get done recording because I know he went off because, like, he, he never please, holds please, back. please send that to me. He also, uh, he, he's also like legit friends with Bray Wyatt. Like, Bray Wyatt roasted him on Twitter like two years ago. Uh, after that, they ended up becoming friends, and so. Uh, I know he has a lot to say about how the end of that pay per view ended with his boy, uh, but uh, let's get it. Let's get into this NXT man. Hey, uh, NXT uh, going head to head with AEW. I watched the show live, uh, and I'm gonna watch AEW uh, this Wednesday because there's not much on this show besides the cruiserweight title that really interests me. Um, but first, uh, we had uh, Adam Cole Matt Riddle five star match. Uh, Matt Riddle's putting on some bangers. Uh, mm. Adam Cole uh, ended up beating Matt Riddle after hitting the last shot. Uh, didn't have enough time to celebrate because uh, Finn Balor uh, returns. Uh, Bray Wyatt ran him off the block and ran him back down home to NXT. He had to go back to his parents' house. It's like it's like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but like WWE version. Like the bully ran you off the block. You had to go live with your uncle. Triple H down in Florida for a little bit. So uh, he'll be there for a while. I don't think he's going to be there permanently, but I think just to kind of get the show kind of off the ground on cable, he, he, you need a familiar face there. 
Let's see some of these some of these matches, man. Get him in there with Adam Cole, Matt Riddle, man. Let's get these Roderick Strong and and, and Finn oh, Allen. Let's get these five star matches going, yo. So many, so many opportunities there for Finn Balor. So I, you know, I think like a maybe a year or so do him good. He can get he all looked, those out. He looked like somebody who just came home from jail. <laughs> That's what he yeah, looked the, like. The fresh haircut, new tattoos. <laughs> like, nah, he looked a little old. So old. Like, he, like, he had new tats. Like, yeah, he looked like he was stressed out. <laughs> he was like, uh, I, I can't do a good Irish accent, but I'm going to try. <clears throat> All the fiends ran me off the block. Eh? <laughs> that was more uh, Scottish than, I'm, than Irish. But. I'm, I'm happy to see Finn Balor back in NXT, man. Uh, after that, uh, we get an announcement that uh, Leo Rush will be challenging Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight title next week. You know, Leo Rush came back, and uh, I, yes, I can't re- exact. I can't even remember now who he fought. I think it was Oni Lorkin. Uh, <laughs> That's a, a couple weeks name. ago. Yo, every time I hear his name, I laugh. Oni Lorkin, one of my favorite people on Twitter. Oni Lorkin. So like. Funny story, uh, Oni Lorkin, I, I follow him on Twitter. I've seen his tweets, like, come across my timeline a lot. I was like, this dude's tweets are hilarious because he types in all caps. <laughs> like, he, and, like, he always, like, tweets about, like, he'll say some shit like, I saw Vince McMahon backstage, and he said, go break a leg, and I went and broke the guy's leg. And then I came back, <laughs> and Vince said, good job. And so I laid him out with a punch, and he was like, God damn, pal, that was brilliant. Or some shit like that. Like that's kind of the like the antithesis of like his tweets. Yeah. And, like it's dope. It's entertaining. And so like he came out, uh, I want to say it was against Leo Rush, and he had on like like these purple and yellow like tights. I was like, that's dope. Like you from Boston. I was like, that's dope. You came out here with purple and yellow. And then like he comes on Twitter afterwards. He is like, Oh no, guys, I did this for another reason. You know, I'm Boston. Since day one, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. no, nah, you got to go, fam. Like, you a Celtics fan for real? You can't. You got to go off my <laughs> timeline. But, like, I still fucks with him, dude. Uh, side note. Uh, <laughs> uh, after that, uh, Io Shirai, Mia Yim. Uh, Io Shirai made Mia Yim look pretty good. Uh, Io Shirai gets the victory there. Uh, Tegan Knox is back and healthy. And uh, that's, that's dope to see, man. Mm-hmm. I'm glad she's back. Uh, Johnny Gargano gets his uh, USA debut out the way. Uh, beat Shane Thorne. Uh, it was a little entertaining match. It was cool. Yo, I've, I've always told people about. I've always liked Shane Thorne. He's one of those guys who's just like. He's one of those guys that was just like to me. He's always been like overlooked, and I think now it's this is. And hold on, can I can I say something real quick? Um, all you 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 ultimate WWE ultimate fans. Please don't act like NXT is just the best thing in the world now. Like before, then I I see a lot of people on on Twitter that was like really trying to like down NXT, like it really wasn't to me the best, you know, out of any wrestling. SmackDown, Raw, Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro, like the best for years now, and now all these guys are like, oh, see, you know, just because they hate AEW, that. They're trying to up NXT, and I'm just like, don't don't jump on the NXT bandwagon, man. Stay, stay, stay where you at. Don't go chasing the I mean, waterfalls. It's, still, it's man. still WWE at the end of the it's day. It's still WWE, but we you when when you say developmental, y'all don't give it its recognition. And now that everybody's trying to give it its recognition, man, it, it's just it's just lame to me. 
But is it really developmental at this point? I mean, no, like, not not anymore. But like even back then, to me, it wasn't developmental. Like they were putting on better shows than the main roster, and people weren't trying to like really give it its credit. But like as, as far as like NXT TV goes, like I don't think I don't think we can count NXT TV as developmental anymore. Uh, you know. House shows, yeah. NXT like develop, it's not developmental at all anymore. Like, it's, like, like the house shows are actually are developmental because you got you know these you know PC uh, class you know classes and everything getting their work in for yeah. the live crowds. Like house shows is that. different, but like TV ain't really developmental at this point because it's you know you got you know Finn Balor for instance, former Universal Champion. But this, like, this is what we this is what we he's won he's won title. I, I think he's like one championship short from being a triple crown. I think he's yeah. like a tag title short from being a triple crown on the main roster. Like undisputed era, they've won championships all over the world. Like you know Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, like they were doing a thing on the indie circuit before. Like they're professionals; they're not even development. But a lot of the guys that they were already like Kevin Owens, he was doing this thing. Samoa Joe. Yeah, they were already doing their thing. Shinsuke Nakamura, like even Finn Balor, yeah, even Finn Balor the first time, like was 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 is, was solidified. Is, what what I what I see now is like look at people' career on the main roster compared to NXT. You know what I mean? And that's why I've always said NXT was up here compared to the main roster. I think that's the reason why I would always separate NXT from the main roster from every other wrestling promotion. So I feel like we we always say it's Triple H's. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's Triple H. So I give Triple H his credit. And but now I I, I don't know. I I just found that kind of funny. Everybody was all on NXT job. So I mean keep it up though. Wednesday nights are the best nights in wrestling. Don't forget that. They are, man. Like I, I legit like race home out of class. Like I leave class early so I could go and like, you know, watch wrestling. Yeah. And like and I and I say like I, I told him I was like, I leave class for work, but like it's technically work to me, man. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm putting it. I'm watching it so I can do this podcast. Like I'm, yes, I'm putting sir. in work for it, man. So we gotta. You, you know, putting gotta in work put this work. Friday? I did put in work. You gonna, you gonna be here? You gonna be there, right? Yeah, I'm gonna be there uh, this Friday for the draft on SmackDown. I'll be in the building. Uh, yeah, I gotta be know, in LA, baby. For anybody uh, that, that cares, anybody that's listening in Las Vegas, and they you know wanna wanna meet up. Uh, outside of the arena, we can you know go find you know we can go you to be you know, careful. You know your tweets be kind of <laughs> hey. Can, you know we can go to the uh you know we go to the CVS outside the arena. You know get a beer or something. I'll buy you a beer, whoever you know. Uh, we ain't getting no beer inside the arena though. Yeah. I'm not paying fifteen dollars <laughs> for a Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, I'll be I'll be down the street though. I'll be down. I'll be a, a light down at 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 the Mandalay Bay for the PFL ESPN. Nice, nice. Yeah, man. But uh, let's get back into these results, though, man. Uh, Shayna Baszler uh, defeats Candice LeRae. Uh, you know, keep the belt on Shayna forever, man. She she's coming up on a year uh, being women's champion in man. NXT. Uh, it'll be a year and, and about like less than two weeks. Who does, who has the record? Like, no, Asuka. Has she has the record. Okay. Shayna Baszler currently has the record. Like, I think she oh. has Asuka up a long time ago. Okay. So uh, about I want to say two three months ago is when she passed Oscar. Maybe maybe a little bit before that. But uh, yeah, Shayna, keep the belt on her, man. Like yeah. there's no for, there's no challengers for her right now. Uh, at least that that I know of. Like I mean, I thought they would have had you know her and Rhea Ripley do something a little bit more. 
Uh, but maybe that was a one-off. But man, like, and what is what's the two? What's the Roger Strong wife and the other lady? Like, what are they doing, yo? I don't know. I hope they stay far away forever because they they don't interest me whatsoever. Like, it's like they haven't did anything besides yeah. stand there. Like I haven't seen. I seen them in what the Royal Rumble. Were they even in the Royal Rumble? I they might have been. I think they were both in the Royal <clears throat> in the Royal Rumble, but that was it. Or maybe go, the ba- women's battle royal. Let me go verify that. But man, they they're not good, and they're That's, really annoying. I, I like, can't tell. I've never even seen them wrestle. I haven't seen them in a couple weeks since, like, I mean, when when Candice won the the number one contenders match a couple weeks ago, they came out with Shayna, but they haven't been around since. Like they're pushing uh, this four horsemen women for four horsewomen. And it's like, well, the other two you don't even see. So it's like it's really not it's like the invasion angle. I mean, only two of them matter also. <laughs> right? So and and one of them is not around anymore. So there's really no need for for Shayna's girls to really be around, you know, if they're not trying to get better and actually uh-huh. be more interesting. I'm sure they're gonna have her come back sooner or later. Hey, I, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, like you know, I've been really like I, I was shit on Ronda Rousey for ever since like 2013 in UFC. Whenever she like started blowing up in UFC, it was like 2013. That was when I just was shitting on her. I couldn't stand her. Like she started talking about she could beat Floyd and all this shit. Like shut up. <laughs> and then when she lost, like first I would bet against Ronda every fight. And then like the one she actually lost to Holly Holm, I did not bet, and I was like upset, bro. I was mad. And then like even the next fight after that, I didn't bet. Nunez. Man, and Nunez knocked their ass out too, and I didn't bet on either one of them. And I was like, I could have made some money. Yeah, you could have. After all the money I wasted betting against Ronda Rousey, and she would win, and I, I don't bet. <laughs> and Amanda Nunez made that quick money. Man. But I'm starting to miss Ronda Rousey. I'm not going to lie. Uh, they need some star power. Hopefully, you know, she might be ready to come back soon. I don't know. Um, uh, we get Kushida versus Walter next week. Uh, that's That should be fun. Yes. Uh, that should be fun. Uh, and uh, Pete Dunn beat Danny Burch in a really hard-hitting match. Like, let them go all out. Let them get a match on, like, a UK takeover in the future. Like, I know, like, Pete Dunn is kind of, I think, full-time in the U.S., but, like, let him go back down there for a little bit and get a match. Yeah, yeah. Like Danny Birch or even just somebody else, like a, a showcase, Cesaro or somebody like somebody interesting. But uh, after the match, uh, Danny Priest. Cesaro would be. It'd be hard hitting. Yes, sir. It'd be hard hitting. Like, I might cringe the whole time. Like, I might have like a permanent cringe face. Because, <laughs> like, they're going to be hard hitting. But. Yeah. Uh, after, after this match, uh, Damian Priest comes out, lays out Pete Dunn. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get into Damian Priest, man. Like I didn't watch it uh, using Ring of Honor, I think. Um, so I don't know much about him, but I'm trying to get into him. I don't know if I can. Like it's something about him that's not really clicking for me. But uh, you know, maybe I just have to keep watching it. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our main event, uh, Undisputed Era. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. Uh, Bobby Fish, I feel like, wrestles only once every six months. <laughs> but uh, this was one of those times. Well, you know, you know, they're trying to, you know, make sure you stay healthy. Yeah, you know, he get hurt. You you could breathe on Bobby Fish. You might, you know, yeah. you know, might like, you know, tweak his shoulder or something. Yeah, make sure but, he stay uh, healthy. 
you know, take on the Street Profits. Street Profits uh, made their debut on USA television after uh, appearing on USA for like the last three months. Uh, this is their first match. Uh, they get the win. They get the win on uh, on those guys after some interference from Roderick Strong. Uh, after the match, Adam Cole comes out. You know, he's on the stage with his NXT title. Uh, Roddy and uh, the rest of the guys uh, are in the ring with their titles, and they're like, "Hell yeah!" Uh, but next thing you know, hey. thought it was a uh, thought it was Taz. <laughs> but uh Tommaso Champa makes his return. Tommaso Champa is cleared, he's healthy to go. Uh let's go. You know, uh, unfortunately, uh he, he might only have like five years left uh his career, man, but we're gonna enjoy it. Uh he's of back. Of course. Uh, he's back, comes out stage, he just looks at Adam Cole like okay. And he looks at the belt like I'll be getting that back soon. <laughs> it just circles around Adam Cole, and that's how we end our first episode, uh, our first two-hour live episode of NXT, or our first official two-hour live episode of NXT. Uh, what did you think of this episode? And uh, in your opinion, uh, you know, which one would you kind of give the nod to, Dynamite or AEW? Who I would give the nod to? Like, which one kind of struck out for you more? I don't know, man. I'm really steering away from the, from the like, Wednesday Night Wars aspect of, like, who's better, who's not. But my favorite match of the two has to go to Matt Riddle and uh, Adam Cole. Yeah, that's, that's mine, too. Um but then I had to. I enjoyed enjoy Cody and Sammy as well. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, the Elite versus Chris Jericho and um, LAX. I thought that was a pretty entertaining match. And just how the way all that ended, and, you know, Jack Swagger coming in and surprisingly getting a big pop he got. <laughs> um, like, do people really care about Jack Swagger, or was it just like, this is AEW? Hey, a familiar face. This is this is AEW. This is something brand new. Like whatever they do, we gonna mess with it. Like is it that, yeah. or was it? Did they really? Do people really care to see Jake Hager? I think it's like the. I don't want to compare him to Christian, but it's the you know Christian Cage thing in TNA. You know when Christian went to TNA, we you know I I thought it was like super dope. I mean I was a kid, <laughs> but. I thought I thought it was super dope because I was like, oh, well, we get to see a different side of him. You know, what can he do different that we didn't see in WWE? Like to me, WWE made him look like a cornball. You know what I mean? Like he had his moments where it was like, oh, I like Jack Jack Swagger, but for the most of the part, it was just like a you know, like that goofy kid in high school that's just super annoying, and it's just he, like he felt like that. You know what I mean? And now it's like it's either. Is he gonna be that same goofy, annoying guy, or what? What different are we gonna see out of him? You know what I mean? Like he's one of those people I want to see different compared to like other, you know, top stars. Where I would be like, I, I don't mind seeing the same person. And we gonna have to see going forward, man. Uh, it, it, it'd be de- it'll definitely be interesting, uh, to say the least, man. What, but one person who 
who I'm looking – I wonder when their contract is up, and I really hope go to AEW. Will Ospreay. I think I think he might be AEW bound, but at the same time, I feel like he, next, he might be one that. of those people that, you know, will stay yeah. in, in yeah. New Japan. <laughs> like, he kind of strike me as a guy that will stay in New Japan, like just be synonymous with Yeah, that. yeah, like like Zach, like Zach Sabre Jr. Yeah, like, I think he also another one of those guys because, like, everybody else left. So, like, now you can make a name for yourself, you know, kind of, you know, build yourself up to the top of the card. Like, I mean, I can't really see, like, you know, Will Ospreay competing for, you know, for the heavyweight title or nothing. Like, you know, he might always kind of be a junior. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't I also don't really know how New Japan's, like, system works. Like, Me neither. If people in, like, the juniors division compete for the heavyweight title. It, like, it's like New Japan is one of those promotions where I, I don't care about their title system. I just want to see, you know, my favorite wrestlers wrestle. It's facts, man. Hey, man, we're here at the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Uh, check us out, man. Subscribe to us. Please. Follow us, Spotify, uh, Anchor, Google Play. We're on iTunes now also. Hey. So, like, you know, follow us everywhere. Rate us on iTunes. Give us a rate, five stars, uh, just to build us up, man. Put us in the forefront, man. We're trying to get out here. For real, trying man. to get out here for real, man. Shout out to Vegas Sports Daily. Shout out to Vegas Sports Daily, man. Uh, shout out to everybody that's rocking with us. If you listen to us, man, let us know, man. Just hit us up, man. Just, you know, hashtag YK Wrestling on Twitter, sure. Instagram. Let us know, man. Let us know you listening. Show, give us, show give me, us y'all opinions. Show me a screenshot, man. Like, you know, only one person, only one person be giving us opinions all the time. Y'all. I need more people giving <laughs> Bro, we got to have him on the show. One man, day. like. He deserves it. His dedication, like, his hard work on, like, making sure we get, he we see his stuff. He, he, we gotta have you on at least one episode, man. Like we need, we need more people. Like let it, <laughs> let, let me know, man. We need more people out here, just you know, hitting us up, bro. Hey. <laughs> so you just go ignore yeah. what I said. Well, we can't have, we can't have one person out there. Like shout, shout, shout out to Kwame, man. We appreciate the love and, and the support from Kwame, you, bro. man. I'm gonna get you on the show, yo. But like, man, like we can't just have Kwame out here being the only one. We need more people, man. We need to. <laughs> You know, so let us know if you're rocking with us, man. Like, I can't, like, I mean, if some people be, some people be listening, but don't, don't let me know they be listening. Like, yeah, I see the, I see man. the analytics, man. I see it's, it's people listening, but let me know, man. Like, let me know you rocking with it, so I, can, you know, so I can know, like, you know, I should keep you around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ain't supporting me. I can't mess with you, bro. Not at all. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Hey, but look, man. Uh, 20th anniversary <clears throat> of SmackDown. Uh, this past Friday on Fox, the debut on Fox, man, it, if the whole day just felt like, felt like I was like about to watch WrestleMania or something, man. It was a bright day. It was it was a dope day. I watched a little pre-show. The uh, Fiend uh, took out Michael Strahan, and me as a New England Patriots fan, I enjoyed watching that shit because I can't fucking stand Michael Strahan because <laughs> Michael Strahan was on. The Giants team yes, sir. that beat the undefeated Patriots. And so every time I see Michael Strahan now, I'm like, asshole. So the Fiend, Randy Moss the Fiend took out, man, y'all cause Randy Moss a ring, bro. Like, Randy, Ball, Randy Moss was my favorite wide receiver. <laughs> he, was my favorite, he was my favorite player in the league before he was a Patriot. I love Randy Moss in, in Minnesota. I enjoyed watching him in Oakland. He came to the Patriots. I was like, hell yeah, that's my favorite player. Put up 20, 23 touchdowns as a receiver? That's insane. He did it. 
Nobody else has had 23 touchdowns as a receiver since then. Tom Brady put up 50 that season. And that stood for about seven years. And it's, it's been broken twice. But you know, we were undefeated in a regular season uh, all the way to the Super Bowl, man. We had a perfect David Tyree can go to hell. Uh, Asante Samuel, you can go to hell as well for uh, for not for not intercepting hey, Eli Manning's this, pass. This, this guy for real person. Michael Strahan, you can go to hell. Uh <laughs> Rodney Harrison, you allowed the David Tyree catch, you could also go to hell. Uh, I'm joking. I'm not serious, man. I love everybody. But I had to get that off my chest. Michael Strahan got attacked by the Fiend. And uh, to sum it up, I enjoyed watching that little bit on the uh, on the kickoff show. Uh, we opened up the actual main show. Uh, Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon uh, come out, and they just kind of usher in the new era. Nothing, you know, nothing too much, really brief. Vince uh, got to lose the toupee. Yeah. You think it's a toupee for real? I been I, I was looking. I don't know. I think it was the Goldberg, the, the Chronicles thing. I was just watching, and like I seen the front of it, yo. I think he he might not have like a, like a full. But I think he got a little little deal. I think he might got a little weave in his head. I don't know, man. And let me find out. Let me find out. Vince out here getting getting uh getting extensions. Looking like a bad bitch. <laughs> hey man, I mean, let me find out. Let me find out that uh, <laughs> let me find out this. <laughs> I can't even say this, dude. It's just funny as hell. What I'm about to say. Let me find out that Vince McMahon got Sasha Banks's wig distributor from Instagram. <laughs> let, me, let me find out, Vince. Let me let find out y'all getting wigs from the same people. Find out you only need forty dollars to, to hook up with Vince. Vince McMahon, give him a quick forty. Hey, what you gonna do for this forty ball? <laughs> <laughs> Sell you the whole company. Hey, <laughs> I'm a billionaire. Damn it! Here, <laughs> have the whole company. I have the XFL. Right. Yeah. Why were we talking to me about that yesterday? Hey, we had man. about uh, college players being paid. But that, that's a whole nother and all, all of them is it's, it's another conversation with what I'm saying. They should. They they make a whole bunch of money for these universities, these these athletic departments. Shout out to California. Going, shout out to Cali, man, putting mm-hmm. that in order, man. You're gonna you put pressure on everybody. But oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, cause 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 once them, you know, we we transition and I'm gonna get back on track in a second. But let me just get this off my chest real quick and we can go forward. Cause once California Schools, USC, UCLA, Berkeley, Cal, all those schools start getting all these top top ranked recruits. Yeah. And nobody else gonna get them. Everybody else, all these other states about to fall in line. Like, like it's crazy. (laughs) Like they was like really taking away scholarships because kids was getting endorsement deals. Like, are you serious? It was taken away. Uh I don't I don't know if you remember this. Like a few years ago, it was a punter. Uh I don't know, I don't remember what school he played for. He was a punter. And he had a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. And because he was getting monetized, you know, his YouTube videos were monetized. That was a violation. And they took away his scholarship on some stupid shit. Like, NCAA can go to hell. Yeah. This, like, this, if you're not going to pay control, these kids, if, if this is my last point. If you're not going to pay these kids in money, like, at least, like, have other options. There are other options than just giving them, like, a check. Like, 
you can have a, a escrow account and let them kind of accumulate interest and they can't cash out that account until they graduate school. That's like probably one of my favorite options yeah. I've considered for it. Cause like you still paying them once they graduate and then they'd be able to take that money out and you know, they, and it, and it accumulates interest <clears throat> over the years as well. So something like that, but so, let's get back on track, man. Uh, yes, starting off SmackDown. Becky Lynch comes down to the ring. Uh, Becky Lynch gets like Whoa. ten times more smoke and steam in her entrance now since like you know, <coughs> they're putting these pyros and all these effects in order. Uh, and it's dope, man. Uh, she came out, kicked off SmackDown. I was interrupted by Baron Corbin, uh, King Corbin. King Corbin. And King Corbin says, you know, there's only one person that should be opening up the 20th anniversary of SmackDown. <laughs> that's me. But uh, you know. See, Probably what one of one of our favorites uh, had a little something to say about that. Uh, if you smell what the Rock is cooking, uh, I just I just remember it. There was a new episode of Ballers that came out today. I gotta watch that. But uh, is that a good show? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, I, I, I tried to get into it, like watch it twice, and I just just could. It's it's not good. Like I mean, it used to be good. Like okay. it used to be good until like. 2017 it started just not being good but like it's also only 30 minutes and so like i also don't own the uh the hbo account that i use either <laughs> it's not my account so like it's just like i've invested so it's it's a 30 minute show it's just like it's like an appetizer like, <laughs> you know what i'm saying like I, it just holds you down like oh it ain't really nothing to watch like a uh, new episode of ballers i look you don't even know how hbo is still a afloat game of thrones oh yeah like i mean you could go you can go on hbo's app they got all the movies you can watch you know the wire oz sopranos like you watch all the old shows on there so that's why they're afloat still they know. got the, they, they got the uh, prequel Sopranos, I heard. And shout out to uh, shout out to MVP Montel Vontavious Porter. He's on my television hey. right now, man. Oh, uh, come. Where are they now, man? The, where are the, they now? Yeah, the, the first uh, WWE superstar to have an entrance theme song by Silk the Shocker uh, since uh, since No Limit Soldiers in WCW. <laughs> so shout out to Silk the Shocker, man, getting all the royalties on the WWE Network for sure. Yeah, shout out to him. Uh, but the, you know, well, let's get back on track. We, you know, train gets derailed constantly. We should change this. That's uh, the good thing about this show. We should change the name of this show to like Train Derailed because we get derailed <laughs> all the time. But we back, man. Uh, the Rock comes out. You know, you know, Rock. You know, throws his greatest hits at at Baron Corbin. You know, called him Burger King on crack. Uh, said you look like a thirty five year old version at Comic Con dressed up like a king. Just because you're King of the Ring doesn't make you a real king. Uh, I don't know how that works. Excuse me. Uh, that's really a uh, king phobic of the Rock to say. Because <laughs> imagine phobic? he said that about Becky Lynch. Like just because you call yourself Ooh. the man oh. doesn't make you the man. Uh, say that <laughs> lose a lot of sponsors. <laughs> Ooh. You can't so say that. They would have went at him. <laughs> what do you mean? That's really transphobic, Dwayne. <laughs> you know how people get man yeah. but uh you know the rock uh you know hit the rock bottom uh hit the people's elbow and uh you know the rock the great one and the man did they thing and uh kind of lets you know who the who the top star is in the company right now 
Yeah. The one who gets a segment with The Rock and stands tall with The Rock at the end of it. Uh, the Rock went over his time, I believe is what they said. Uh, he's The Rock, he could do that. He's show. The Rock, he can do that, but that also kind of plays in uh, to later on in the show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Aaron Andrews from Fox, uh, you know, I wonder if she's just going to be doing backstage stuff uh, every Friday going forward. <laughs> Is fly her in, fly her out for NFL on Sunday. Uh, and she she's a busy woman, but you know she probably like cashing them checks though, so can't complain. Uh, Ric Flair and uh, Hulk Hogan. We don't care about Hulk Hogan anymore. Uh, they were in the crowd though. Uh, Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura had a had a match, a champion versus champion match. Uh, ended in no contest when uh, the Fiend came out and. Uh, you know, laid, laid Seth Rollins out, threw him off the stage. <laughs> like, what the hell? Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura oh was kind of – Shinsuke was kind of tweaked, though. He was like, oh, man, don't come for me, bro. I ain't do nothing. Like, don't – like, bro, where you at, man? Sebe! 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 Sebe, where you at? Come get me, Sammy. I turned him British because I didn't want to be racist and do, like, an Asian voice. So – I made him like high class New England. Sammy. Sammy, Sammy. Will you please come out here. Sammy. Uh, <laughs> uh, we get the, the career versus career ladder match. Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon. Uh, hard hitting match, man. Uh, you know, we got some power bombs. Uh, we got some frog splashes through ladders. Uh, Kevin Owens ended coast up being coast. Shane McMahon. We got coast to coast. You know, I think it's a given. Uh, the last coast to coast we'll see for a while because uh, Shane McMahon is fired. Oh, he's done for. Uh, Kevin Owens wins. Uh, he's fired. Gets hit with a stunner to see his way out. And, uh, you know, we're getting full circle, man. You know, we're going full circle. Uh, you know, Shane McMahon is gone. Y'all knew what would happen. Like, all this time y'all been complaining. Y'all, y'all knew it was going to build up to Shane McMahon getting his comeuppance on this stage. Maybe it was more into you, but it, y'all knew it was going to happen. Um, we get a really random match. Uh, Braun Strowman, The Miz, and Heavy Machinery. Uh, the Miz looks saw the place on that team, by the way. Sure did. <laughs> uh, they ended up beating uh, the OC. Uh, I'm sorry, not the OC. Uh, just AJ Styles, uh, Raw Tag Team Champions, uh, Rudolph, and Randy Orton. It's Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> that. I'm, I'm I'm calling him Rudolph from now on. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's a funny ass name. Uh, they ended up getting the win. Uh, Braun Strowman uh, at ringside. We have uh, IBF heavyweight champion. I think it's IBF champion. Yes, uh, sir. Uh, IBF rank. heavyweight champion Ooh. Tyson Fury is ringside. Top, top rank fighter. Uh, uh, hold on. Can I can I say a uh, shout out to top rank? Thank you for recognizing your boy. Hey, hey, shout out to Top Rank. Uh, y'all need to give my guy Bud some better fights. Right? No, I, I, I want to say uh, shout out to them because Vegas Sports Daily, uh, uh, we, 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 we on better terms now. And and uh, I got a call from my guy Mike saying uh, they mentioned a young man by the name of Malik Ricks in the phone call that they had. So Nice. Shout out to Top Rank. Grind out here, boy. Um. But yeah, Braun Strowman gets into it with, uh, with Tyson Fury, and Tyson Fury will be on Monday Night Raw uh, with a live mic in his hand uh, tomorrow night. So we're going to see how that goes. 
Because, <laughs> uh, you know, Tyson Tyson Fury with a live mic on live television. Uh, that really do look interesting. Well. <laughs> Should be a little interesting. Deontay Wilder. Bro, Strowman, you fucking bloke. You piece of shit, eh? Like, He's that's going to be really uncentered. uncentered. He's a boom. <laughs> uh, backstage, uh... <laughs> DJ Marshmallow, uh, no idea who that is because apparently he's an EDM DJ and it's probably the worst fucking genre of music I've ever heard in my life. Kids uh, I have no idea who he was, but uh, he's uh, he won the 24 7 championship from Carmella backstage uh, on total accident. Uh, <laughs> one, one thing that I don't think a lot of people really would have noticed unless you were paying attention to this segment, uh, DJ Marshmallow, uh, if you don't know who he is, uh, he has like a marshmallow mask on his head, like an actual marshmallow on his head. Because like, you know, for some reason, a lot of EDM DJs don't like to show their face. Um, <laughs> right. But Otis <laughs> from Heavy Machinery <laughs> <laughs> comes up to <laughs> with with two graham crackers and a bucket of chocolate trying to make s'mores <laughs> scares the shit out of marshmallow uh, marshmallow, <laughs> marshmallow goes to run off uh runs into carmella and like falls on her and uh ironically there's a ref right there that's one two three and uh he's a 24 7 champion Yo, i know fans was pissed apparently uh apparently carmella lost uh excuse me won the championship back uh later that night it wasn't televised. Uh, I don't know if it was on YouTube or not, but uh, <laughs> Carmelo's twenty four seven champion at the end of the night. Um, <laughs> uh, after that, we get a lumberjack match because you got to get everybody on the show. Uh, Roman Reigns, excuse me, defeats Eric Rowan, uh, leading up to their match on the Hell in a Cell pay per view. Uh, Roman won with a spear. It was a fun little match, you know. Roman, you know, did his thing. Roman had a nice little suicide dive off the top rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman can fly. Yeah, he can. Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, and then our main event. Uh, <laughs> we knew what it was. <sighs> we knew what was gonna happen. Yes, like, sir. I don't think nobody expected Kofi to 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 win. Uh, a lot of people seem to be upset though. Nobody, nobody expected him to lose that fast. Uh, nobody expected him to lose that quickly because, uh, in my opinion, this is exactly what happened. The Rock went over his time. We might have gotten, like, a little bit longer of a match. But I also think uh, the whole, you know, anything can happen. There was, there was a lot of other stuff they could have cut out to have that match uh, go longer. But the the whole uh, concept that anything can happen in live combat, you know, you know Fox wants to give uh, a sports-like presentation, and uh, this was the way to do it. Uh, you know, <clears throat> Kofi got caught slipping, man. Like everybody told, like Seth Rollins took like how many F5s and blah, blah, blah. But like Kofi got caught slipping. He tried to, you know, he tried to attack first and he got countered. Like that's kind of what happens in sports. And, you know, it is what it is. Like, I don't think this is the end for Kofi Kingston. Uh, I think, uh-huh. you know, down the road, Kofi's going to be know, champion again. If, if it's possible, you know, if this was probably two, three years ago, I would have been livid. Yeah. I would have been very upset. But I have my Wednesday night. So, hey, do what you want, man, roster shit. 
I don't care. You know what I mean? I, was, you I, was I got more, my Wednesday nights. I'm happy with that. Hey, whatever they do up there, I'm going to watch, but I'm not going to be emotionally upset about it like most people are. And, and most people were upset, but at the same time, like, you know, it's Brock Lesnar, man. Like, but, but, but <laughs> at, at the same time, Kofi has defended this. T- it kind of discredits everybody he's even faced. You know what I mean? Because if Brock Lesnar beat him this fast, he had all these other people face him and he had all these great matches and he goes over Brock Lesnar on Fox, probably the biggest SmackDown ever. And he loses in eight seconds just for Kane Velasquez to come out and scare Brock. Yeah. I'll, but hey, I got my Wednesday night. Shout out to Kane Velasquez, man. Yeah, you know, I got I got my Wednesday night. I, 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 I thought, I thought we was gonna see Kane Velasquez on Wednesdays, but no, we're not. We're gonna, we're gonna see him in the WWE. You know, yeah. Um, the whole uh, he already beat up Brock, so hey, let's you know, bring he, him in to scare you him know, up. He, he knocked out Brock for real, legit. Like, <laughs> for real, he legit knocked Brock Lesnar out. <laughs> like, granted, it was like ten years ago, but still, like he he knocked him out before. Like, it's that whole thing, you know. No wonder why Brock, you know, looks shook. You know, <clears throat> Ray Mysterio came out with Cain Velasquez. Well, first of all, I thought it was I thought it was Dominic. And I was like, damn, this kid, like, beefed up <laughs> that fast in four days. Got a tattoo of some months. Got tatted, got taller, got bigger. Yeah. I and think it, we'll see Dominic until, like, again in this, in this whole debacle. It, it, it didn't click with me for, like, two seconds. Like, oh, shit, that's Cain Velasquez. That's dope. <laughs> I thought he was gonna be in AEW. That was a really pleasant surprise to see him show up. Uh he beat he you know beat the shit out of Brock and ran him off the block. Like, you know, and they're gonna uh apparently go against each other for the WWE title at Crown Jewel. Uh I don't know what day Crown Jewel is, and so I don't know if I have time to watch it during the day. because uh, <laughs> usually I watch it during the day because like I don't really be having shit to do. Like the last few ones the last few like Crown Jewel or like Saudi shows on like, Friday afternoons. Or like um, Friday morning, it was like what? what have shit to do on a have, Friday have they officially class. announced that match yet? I don't think it's official. Official. Ooh, but I, I can't wait. I'm gonna be on Twitter that day. <laughs> they gonna be hot. Hey, let let them fight in the cage, man. Let them uh, let them get in their element. <laughs> let, them get, let, let them get. Let them go all out in the full element. Let them have a they MMA sh- style match, like you know. But I'm gonna say one thing. I'm ready for that highlight of Cain Velasquez hitting the Hurricane Rano on Brock Lesnar. They they should just make Crown Jewels like almost like a Legends type night. You know what I mean? And that's what it is, though. Yeah, they should make because, you know, I heard, I don't know if it's true or not, I heard Edge was was cleared to to wrestle or something. I don't know fake if that's news. true. Oh, it's fake, fake news. Oh. Edge, Edge, has, Edge has debunked that. Uh, I feel like Edge will die if he ever tries to take like a legitimate <laughs> bump ever again, and so I don't think he wants. I mean, to when die. you a legend, you look at Bret Hart. I don't want Edge to die. Bret Hart doesn't. Bret Hart, you know, <laughs> he didn't take no bumps. Bret Hart was U.S. champion in 2010, and he didn't take a bump at all. That's crazy. Bret Hart's wrestled like four matches since you know 2010. Oh, and. He did not take a bump in either one of them. So except, except for the Hall of Fame. He took a bump at the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. Brett, watch out. Shout out to MJF. Uh, shout out to MJF, man. Uh but I, I wanna I wanna touch on a few more things before we get out of here. Uh last show, you know, we talked about some of our favorite uh SmackDown moments. 
But uh, I just want to kind of run through like some moments uh, that happened on SmackDown that uh, that we missed, and uh, okay. also that that people don't really talk about a whole lot. Uh, I say a little underrated uh, moments, but you call them what you want. Uh, one one really random moment that happened on an episode of SmackDown uh, around 2007. Uh, Three Six Mafia had a whole ass concert, uh, performed Mark Henry's theme song on SmackDown. So uh, I'm sorry, Academy Award winning. Yes, sir. Hip hop group. Yes, sir. Three Six Mafia. Yes, sir. Shout, shout to shout to Juicy J. And, uh, DJ they won an Paul. Oscar before they won a Grammy. Uh, Have they ever won a Grammy? I don't think they've ever won a Grammy. Um, okay. But they have gotten an Oscar. And I I found this out. Uh, not too long ago, maybe like a year ago, that uh, Mark Henry did not rap on his theme song. It was always Crunchy Black from Three Six Mafia. And, like I was kind of disappointed because I really thought it was Mark Henry. I was like, Mark Henry got fucking bars, nigga. He got bars out here. I'm coming. Hey, shout out to MVP too, man. Shout shout out to MVP. I, I follow MVP on Twitter, and like he always like we know MVP. <sighs> He want he wanted them he wanted them black dudes that just like no nonsense like he he OG like he don't yep. take no shit like and he's black like he's like not like I mean he, he's a light skinned man but he is a black man for real like he he's the embodiment and I'm black y'all and I'm black and I'm black y'all MVP is one of the blackest guys not not in skin tone. But in demeanor, and he don't take no shit from nobody on Twitter. Like, oh yeah, he'll he'll go back and he forth. He be going at him. He be going back and forth with people when it comes oh. to like social issues and race issues, and I will be sitting back clapping like hell yeah. Did you, Did you see um, Titus? No, nah, what? Brodus Brodus Clay. Oh, uh, Brodus Clay. Yeah, I seen. He did uh, a little ad for SmackDown. Yeah. Did you know that he has like a a, a show on like yeah, Fox News? Yeah, that's but like awesome. it's, he, I think it's like a conservative show though. It's really? Like, I think he like I, I don't I'm not I'm not sure I don't I don't really care enough to fact check either. But I want to say <laughs> no. like he's he's a Republican, but like mm. he's a but like he, he you know he a, he a nigga. <laughs> 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 it caught me off guard. I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, we have some more SmackDown moments. Uh, Jagged Edge uh, performed at Teddy Long's wedding. <laughs> at one at one point in time, SmackDown was a really black show. Uh, yes, sir. We had Three Six Mafia. Preach. Uh, we had Jagged Edge performing and singing at Teddy Long's wedding. Uh, and Bruce Bruce, uh, Comic View <laughs> fame, was the minister <laughs> Bruce, at the Bruce. same wedding. <laughs> And shout out to Bruce Bruce, man. That's my guy. Uh, looks good on you. Nobody <laughs> remembers that joke. I remember that joke. Uh, probably the funniest moment in SmackDown history. I'm sorry. This shit was hilarious. Uh, the big boss man crashes oh <laughs> Big Show's dad's funeral and drags his casket alongside his car <laughs> throughout the cemetery. <laughs> probably the wildest moment ever. <laughs> It's I wonder did Big Show go to go to his for real funeral. 
uh, Big Show's dad had died like years before this. No, I'm talking about the boss man when he passed away. Uh, uh, what, like, would that be kind of awkward? What if like Big Show went to his funeral and like <laughs> fucked up his casket and all? No, <laughs> please, like, no. Like, this is payback. Yeah, like that would have been terrible. Uh, kayfabe only, not in real life. Uh, remember when uh Billy and Chuck. That, that's on my list. That's oh. on my list. Uh, <laughs> Billy and Chuck's wedding. We're not gay. <laughs> and they didn't. They didn't know like what was going on. And Rico like was like, hey, we're not gay. Like no. Like uh, Billy and Chuck was like, I, I watched. I watched that segment back like earlier this year. And uh, fam, that shit would not slide in 2019 at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Where is Chuck Palumbo? Man, where is Chuck Palumbo? That's a good question. Hey, Chuck Palumbo, man, if y'all here just, you know, listening, he's let us know, man. On his motorcycles? He's not listening. He probably, I'm pretty sure he might have, like, his own garage or something. Like, he seemed yeah. like the type of dude that would have, like, a garage just full of, like, motorcycles that he runs. Right. Like, he might just, you know, something different. Like, you know, guys have their endeavors after they get out the game, man. You know, so, you know. It's something he, he seemed to be passionate about. You know, he even had, like, a biker gimmick at one point. Oh, I think, yeah. Well, it says here, Chuck Palumbo. He's not even listed as a pro wrestler anymore. He's listed as a mechanic. And he's had oh, right. different type of car shows, yeah. I think he has a show on now called Rust, Rusted Development or something like that. Hmm. Oh, no, wait, that ended in 2015. Well, uh, basically, he's dealing, dealing with cars. Side note, uh, my New England Patriots are the number one team in football right now because uh, the Chiefs lost. Shout out to the Chiefs losing. <laughs> uh, and the Dodgers won too, man. Shout out to the Dodgers as well. Uh, you know, let's win the World Series this year finally. Um, back on his list, though, man. Uh, one of my favorite moments uh, from 2003. Uh Eddie Guerrero gives like Big Show a burrito with like laxative in it, and, <laughs> and Big Show is taking a shit in the arena. And then Eddie Guerrero sprays Big Show with a sewage truck, driven by his cousin, <laughs> by his uh, cousin, his 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 deaf cousin Chewy, <laughs> and sprays shit all over the Big Show inside oh, the ring. Oh my goodness! Now it was high powered shit. That was that was getting sprayed. I'm I'm pretty sure it wasn't really shit. I was gonna say, imagine if it was real. That arena would have. Oh, if it was really shit, and like it was, it was splattering all over the place. So, <laughs> and and we've all been to WWE events, like yeah, that ringside area, not too far from the ring. Not not at all. If I pay ringside seats to, to get shit splattered on me, I would, <laughs> I would, I would be upset. Very. Because back then, them tickets really weren't cheap. No, they were. They were, they they were, were, they were pretty high. <laughs> ringside seats, like, in Omaha, like, ringside seats were, like, $200. And I hear they were probably about three, four hundred. Like, that's that's for that's for a TV taping. Yeah. Like, for, like, a pay-per-view Raw SmackDown, like, a couple hundred dollars to sit right ringside yeah house shows a little cheaper like dude like get shit sprayed on you remember you imagine Rikishi? getting shit sprayed on you remember rikishi farting on booker t and he throwing up all over the place that was disgusting uh 
Uh, <laughs> a lot of disgusting Harry. moments in WWE history <laughs> when you think back on it. Uh, Tori, Tori Wilson's father. Man, I, I I forgot about that. That's not on my list, man. But uh, Al Wilson, uh, <laughs> apparently, Ooh. like, Al yeah. Wilson was really Tory Wilson's father, uh, and he passed away for real, like, last year. Really? Didn't know that. Al Wilson had a a, a kayfabe heart attack, and kayfabe died in 2003. And he never uh, came back. <laughs> he never was back on television. Uh, that that storyline was a lot longer than I uh, remembered it being. Yep. Uh, it, was, it was a lot going on there. Uh, tend to forget about it for good reason. Uh, <laughs> uh, elsewhere on this list, man, we have uh, the women's money in the bank ladder match. Uh, I think it was one of the best matches in SmackDown history. Um, Jeff Hardy uh, winning the Intercontinental title over Triple H. Triple H. Uh, I just want to say, uh, Jeff Hardy, man, get some help, bro. That's all man. I want to say. Yo, yo, uh, me, I ain't about to tell. I ain't yo, about to get nah, to that. Man, no, nah, man, get Uber, yo, Uber, Uber, yeah. Lyft, man. like, like, like Jeff Hardy is like equal to like LeBron James in my life. Like Jeff Hardy has always been one of my favorites since I was a child. And to be constantly, it's like seeing your pops, like, or your brother, or your uncle, like, they be doing good, and then bam, DUI. Good, bam, DUI. He wins the WWE Championship after, what, over 10 years of being in a company, and then you lose, no, no, what was the World Heavyweight Championship? Excuse me. And then you get fired because of a drug test. Like, that's very disappointing. And then I had to sit. I had to watch TNA. You was the only reason why I watched TNA, yo. I had to sit through a whole bunch of junk, a whole bunch of crap, a whole bunch of poop just to see you wrestle. And then you come back, finally. Thank God he's back, right? You even had a, a, a wrestling match with my other favorite tag team. You know what I'm saying? Young Bucks, Hardy Boys. I love that ladder match. I still watch that ladder match to this day. And just for you to come back and continuously to get DUIs. So I don't know if they're going to let him go. I don't know if they're going to try to put him in rehab. But something needs to happen, you know. Something. Hey, Jeffrey Nero Hardy. Stop it. Get some help. Please. That's all I gotta say, man. Please get some help, bro. My bad, uh, my bad on that ring. But Jeff Hardy winning the Intercontinental Title versus Triple H was a you know moment that I think a lot of people don't remember. This is at the heyday of the McMahon Helmsley era, uh-huh. uh, and it was a big deal at the time. Uh, CM Punk impersonating <laughs> Jeff Hardy uh, after beating Jeff Hardy for the World Title at SummerSlam 2009. Uh, that was the last time we would see Jeff Hardy in WWE for about eight years. Uh, yep. That was a really fun moment. Um, that whole that whole summer of CM Punk on SmackDown that year was was dope because not, not a lot of people I don't think were watching it, and it was it was the first time we seen like a, a heel CM Punk in WWE, and somebody that was following CM Punk in Ring of Honor, it felt good to me like all right, finally because like man he wasn't really clicking as a as a good guy yeah back then so. That kind of set Punk up to to be this iconic legend uh, that we know him as. Uh, sexy Kurt, y'all remember the Sexy Kurt when he was impersonating Shawn Michaels? Me, uh, uh, I, I meant to have a sound bite ready, but I didn't have that ready. Uh-huh. Uh, 
so I apologize for our listeners. And, but uh, shout out to Kurt Angle uh, and Sherry Martell, man, sexy Kurt. Uh, also on my list, man. Of I make your ankle hurt. Ankle hurt. <laughs> hey, that, that, that was fun, man. Uh, and also on my list, man, uh, underrated SmackDown moments, Vince McMahon's speech on uh, on the 9-11 show, man. Yeah. Uh, that was that was one of those moments. That was one of those moments, man. What is going on? Bring it down. <laughs> and why are you? No more. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, to all my all my single people out there, uh, if Stay I single, please. When you live with your girlfriend, she don't care about if you're doing a podcast. She wants some freaking Oreos, so she's gonna come in and get some Oreos. And then get up out of here, yo. <laughs> God, man. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Shout out to those underrated SmackDown moments, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, man. Hey, man. I'm all, I'm all, I'm all, uh, you know, I'm all, you know, discombobulated right now, <laughs> but. Uh, but it's one thing I've been wanting to touch on too, uh, and I think Kofi uh, Kofi losing uh, the championship I don't think makes a difference here uh, with this. But uh, a while ago, a couple weeks ago, Cody Rhodes uh, had some comments about uh, African Americans in in professional wrestling. Uh, I'm not gonna go through the entire uh, quote or or you know any of the additional context behind it. But okay. uh, one one part of his quote that, that stood out here, uh, I have it here with me. Uh, if you look at other sports, African-Americans are dominating in sports. Oh my God, Dom- please. Dominating in the NBA, dominating the NFL. How come that hasn't made its way to wrestling, if that makes any sense? I'm going to say this one thing. Uh, there were more... There were more black champions in the WWE in the first three months of the year than there are on AEW's roster currently. What does that have to do with anything? I just want to say one, wrestling is not, it's not legitimate. Professional wrestling is not legitimate. It's determined. It's determined. But you know what it is. So you can you can easily slot a black wrestler into the main event spot on your show. You haven't done it. Well, he only had one show. You've had one several TV shows. Show. You've had several shows. You have these YouTube channels. You can build these guys up. You could have had them be a little prominent on the first episode. You didn't do it, Cody. You can't say that because then so, that on, that, on, that on, plays. Hold on, fan, hold on, fan. Hold on. Make like Michael Jackson and look. Start with the man in the mirror. Do it yourself. Cause it's being done elsewhere. Look at look at look at 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 at, at TNA Impact. The black wrestlers are being represented well over there. WWE. Did being they ever have a black world, world world champion over there? Moose. If I'm not mistaken, no, no, like in its, for in the in for the world in championship in, in, in its in its heyday, where they had some potential. And TNA said, "We're talking about right now. Like we're talking about wrestling right Nobody now. Nobody cares about TNA right now. No, I'm talking about the wrestling industry right now." TNA, no, no, but this is what I'm saying. Rich, Rich, Rich Swan. This is what I'm saying. It. Let me finish. Rich Swan has held the X Division Championship this year. Moose has contended for the title several times. Like Willie Mack has featured very well in these shows. That's just TNA. 
Nobody cares about TNA. Let me finish. TNA, that's just TNA. That's just TNA. Okay. Like you said, people don't really care about TNA, but it, they've done more than AW. Yeah, because when they were on television, how many hey, really hey, were there? I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm like, let's be honest. I'm, I'm talking but, right but now. But you got to put all I'm the facts. Because right when, when it was up, we didn't see no, that. We had uh, Jay Lethal. I'm, I'm talking right now, okay? Jay Lethal was Ring of Honor sense. champion for What is What was Ring of Honor ever alive? Hey, can you stop cutting me off? <laughs> can you let me talk? Because <laughs> you're making a point that don't make sense right now. I, it, it's going to make I love, sense. I love but you're not, Kofi you're not letting me talk. You're not letting me talk so I can make sense, fam. Let me talk. Go ahead. Go ahead. So... They've been featured well in these other companies, even in WWE. This year alone, there have been 12 black wrestlers across the three main brands to hold championships. Several of them held multiple championships. Uh, Ron Truth has held multiple championships. 20 to be exact. Well, 20 times he won it. 20, 20 24-7 championships and uh, in a U.S. title uh, as well. Uh, Bobby Lashley has held multiple championships this year. Uh, Kofi Kingston has held multiple championships this year. Uh, people seem to forget Kofi was a tag team champion uh, as of a few uh, weeks ago uh, at Clash of Champions. When, has uh, he won the U.S. title? Kofi Kingston? Yeah. Yes, he's a Grand Slam champion. Yeah, I was thinking that he's won almost every title. Pretty much every championship uh, that he could have won, he's won it. And uh-huh. uh, But this year alone, he's won two. He's been champion multiple times. Bobby Lashley, multiple uh, who did I say before that? Uh, uh R-Truth, multiple-time yeah. champion. Um, Velveteen Dream, Street Profits. So, you know, Sasha Banks has won championships this year. So, like, WWE's doing it right. And it's really just, like, all you got to do is book them. Like, that's really all you have to do. So, like, you can't this is say. What I was trying, this is what I was trying to say. How are they not dominating? One, the NBA is, like. 87% black. The NFL is like 87% black. Because black is cool. And those are legitimate sports. So, like, they're going to dominate those legit sports. Whereas professional wrestling, you can't question why black wrestlers aren't dominant. There's, there's several black wrestlers out there. You don't even have any on your roster. So how about you sign some and then you book some uh, besides your wife and – then maybe it can translate into your company. That's all I had to say. Uh, but start this, start this, with yourself. It's this not, is what I'm saying. It's not that it's not that big of an issue as you're trying to make it, Cody Rhodes, when you have the authority and the ability to change that. So just change it. <laughs> Don't question it. Just do it. He's like, you can do it. What has been the biggest argument with people in AEW going to TV? Nobody what? knows who these wrestlers are. Nobody knows who. Oh, let's be real. Who's the biggest indie wrestler that is black right now? Currently? Yes. Indie? Nobody? Yes. It, how the hell is he going to sign somebody that nobody knows? And you got guys in, in, in this company. You just you had, had a whole have, argument, you have, but you're you saying. Have guys, but you this, have guys in these companies that apparently people don't care about. Then go sign them then. Sign them. Jay Lethal. People know who Jay Lethal is. Sign them. I mean, WWE tried to sign Jay Lethal. He didn't want to leave. It's basically up to Jay Lethal. I mean, he doesn't want to go to WWE. Yeah. So, I mean, so it, it's it. up to him. You could reach you could reach out, but if they don't take the paper and sign, that's nothing you could do. 
but what I'm saying is everybody's always talked about, well, like with Hangman Page, me, I feel like Hangman Page should have won the 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 AEW title. But everybody told me, well, he Chris Jericho's a bigger sale. Chris Jericho's a bigger sale. So if you're trying to have the bigger sale, you're trying to cater to the mainstream audience first, and there's no big black wrestlers. So how did like how is he supposed to do this? Let's 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 get let's get Moose out there, man. You know, let's get you know. How long is Moose contract with with TNA? I don't know. This shit don't matter. Like, is it man, do? It can't sign somebody. It, it matter, but it don't matter. But so we can't attack him on signing black wrestlers if there's none for him to sign. There are plenty of black wrestlers out there to sign. There's way more than the five he has on his roster currently. Sign them, build them up, and then you know put them in the mainstream. That's he's, literally he's his had job. how many shows? How many shows have he had? Like he's had, put, he's had people, a whole year to sign more than five black wrestlers to his people, company. People put so much like weight on them, like like they've been here. They haven't been open a year yet. Like they haven't. It's, really it's been ten months. Like you sign everybody, you sign all these other people. Nobody, you you can sign some more. Black we don't know wrestlers. who all he's reached out to. I don't know. I don't know if we're counting LAX or not. I don't know how no, people feel not, about like Puerto Ricans if oh, they're black or not. But we don't know who 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 they all reached out to. Like who knows. But like I say, it wouldn't even matter if they were black right now. They were signed. People don't know them because that was the argument. And nobody knows what, these what wrestlers. You, what do you, like I said, what do you do when people don't know? You have these I, I YouTube channels. Right. You, you have the, you have these YouTube channels. But that's what I've been saying like, for months. People been trying to like trip out on me about that. Yeah, four different YouTube channels that you use to promote these pay per views before you had your first television show. You've had ten months to sign more than you know Private Party and Awesome Kong. And your wife. We don't know who's signing these people. And Scorpio Sky doing all this stuff. It took how long for Kofi Kingston to win a WWE championship? Like, yeah, WWE, like WWE it has came about a year has, to win his first championship in WWE. No, no, like a the the top championship. How long did it take him to win that? Eleven years. Exactly, it's a long ass time. But somebody who's did a lot. You know, for that company. You know what they did with Kofi Kingston when nobody knew who the hell he was? They showed vignettes. And then they debuted him on ECW, moved him to Raw. He won championships, started winning championships, became a popular character. Yeah, All in under a year. Without the New Day, he probably would have been released. Let's I'm be not real. going to go that the far. New Day, the New Day regenerated his career. Because at the time, I'm nobody not, cared I'm about not, that. I'm not going to go so far to say that he would have been released. But yeah, I, he would have been gone. No, nah, I, don't, I don't think so. He might have been some <laughs> He would have been, the, he he been gone or he would have been a jobber. He would have been a job. Like I said, he would have been enhancement talent. Like he would have been jobbing, but he's exactly so that he been around. That would never even reached up to this. What we have today. I don't see the point you're trying to make here. To I'm counter just saying, my point. It takes people time to to get this going. Like before we had the what the rock was our only we had Booker T, we had Liter- Mark literally Henry. all I'm saying, literally all he has to do is sign some black wrestlers, build them up. And that's all he has to do. You can't I'm just say, saying, give time. why aren't they dominating like in these other sports when all you have to do is book them to win? This is professional wrestling. This is not legitimate sports. So it's not on chance of who's better. But I'm using the argument of saying, we don't know these guys. So how am I going to book somebody to win and we don't Build know them? Build them up. Like you, I'm not saying just sign them and just throw them in the main event. Sign them. That's, that's what it sounds like, though. That's what it was sounding like. I, I I've said build them up about seven times in this whole rant here. Like okay. that's a bit of my main thing. See, building them. How up. many pay per views have they had? About four. How many TV shows have they had? They won. 
five shows. How are you going to build yeah, how, anybody up? How did they build shows? to the pay per views? YouTube. Exactly. Yeah, they built themselves. They built their matches. All oh, people we know. I don't think people gave a shit about Sean Spears, Ty Dillinger, but they sure as hell had him on YouTube. They know who he is. What are you talking about? What they care about? They know who he is. They don't give a fuck about Jack Swagger, but he got a pop. Why? Because we know who he is. So they don't. So we don't. We don't care about these other people, even though we know who they are. You know, an impact just because it's impact, we can't care about them. No, we don't. But no. But just because we who's we out know, there screaming out for Rich Swan? We know this person that was jobbing on SmackDown Rich for two years. Who's out there demanding Rich Swan right now? Who the fuck is demanding Ty Dillinger? What are you talking about? You asking who demanded who him? He's there. He's around. He's because he's, of the company he's in. Yes, they want to see him now. Who do nobody still wants to see him? Are you kidding? I me? don't. Yeah, you don't. That's you. But I'm saying this. Chris Bay, shout out to Chris Bay. He, he emailed me back too, by the way. Chris Bay is another black wrestler they can sign. Uh, I just got an email from Chris Bay. Uh, so we're going to talk about that in a second. Well, we'll have him, have, have him reach out to AEW. And hey, this is why you can't I'll, build anybody. We, in, we can ask him that. Rather, you, that too. rather YouTube or not, you can't build any type of wrestler off of five shows. But you can build them in 10 months easily, which hasn't been done. Wrestling. Who have they built in 10 months that just hasn't been wrestling? MJF, that was it. Name me somebody else. It wasn't hard to do it with him. You could do it with somebody else. He That's sells awesome. himself. He talks. That's it. You get somebody there. What you want? A, you want a new, a new, new Jack? You want somebody out there calling white hey. people crackers? Hey, shit. I'll, I'll enjoy it. That'd be my favorite wrestler. I'll get his t shirt immediately. <laughs> like, what? Hey, man. We run out of time, bro. Uh, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on this. All I'm saying. Where, where, where's uh, Kwame? Cody? What, what's Cody. that dude's name? What's that dude's name? <laughs> he and, loves and, AEW. And, and, and Kwame will tell you so. They ain't got no black wrestlers on their roster. They need to do better. No, I'm I, sure I, I could have sworn. I could have sworn he went at us by us saying they don't have any black wrestlers. The first time we said it. He went at yeah, his he mentioned like private party. Yeah. I, I recall that. I, I forgot mean, about private party. They built them up a little bit. Ever ever since that podcast, you know, they still haven't signed. Excuse me, they still haven't signed any black wrestlers since. Who else? Who else have they signed since? Uh, I don't, I don't, <laughs> keep, I don't keep up with their transactions. That <laughs> so they haven't signed anybody. But I, I'm sure they signed some other people in that time span. I think they're worried about building up their. The show right now and signing people. Hey, on AW, get some more black wrestlers on your roster and get some more black fans in your show. Hey, let's be honest. This is the best comfortable. This is the best black year in WWE history. In wrestling history. Exactly. That's a problem. That that's what Cody said. This is the best black year in wrestling history. And 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 if we had a show, it would make five shows ain't gonna change that. Hey. Just get some black wrestlers, man. Just cause, and they have a they have a show coming up called AW Dark. But that don't mean like you know. That would be. Bad. Never mind. I ain't gonna say it. That would but be. A, shout out to AW Dark. That would be uh, crazy. <laughs> if you saw black wrestlers for a show called <laughs> AEW Dark. 
That would be wild. Hey, hey, man. Uh, shout out to AW Dark, man. I, I like the concept, dude. Like, you, you know, technically these aren't going to be dark matches if they're going to be shown, but uh, it's, it's dark matches that what aren't is, shown on Dynamite. Well, they've been like on YouTube? Yeah, they're putting them on YouTube. So it's, uh, it's pretty dope, man. But uh, yeah, we we don't we don't went over the time I, I wanted to go over, uh, cause I had to get that out the way. Uh, you know, we got some more. You know, next week we gonna we gonna touch on uh, you know, we gonna touch on, you know, these MMA fighters and these boxers in oh, WWE. Uh, we, we can touch on that a little bit, man. Uh, anything else you had to add this week? We gonna get up out of here, guys. Oh, it's getting a little man. late here. Uh, Hell in a Cell was trash to me. Um, but like I said, you know, Silver Lining, one, it wasn't even really booked, you know, promoted like that. Uh, you know, it kind of has some unpredictability going into this week. So I, th- I think we had our pay-per-view on Friday. Okay. Yeah, that, that was the pay-per-view. That, that was always intended to be that way. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Crown instead, instead of talking about MMA and boxers, can we just talk about celebrities in, in WWE next week? Yeah. All right. Coming yeah, up next definitely. week. Definitely. Next week, got a little conversation, man. Uh, you know, you know send, it, send us your thoughts, man. Like I said, if you guys listening, you know, hashtag YK Wrestling. Make sure you hashtag, you know, follow us <laughs> everywhere. YK Wrestling, Instagram, YK Wrestling on Twitter, YK Wrestling on Facebook which is basically like following the Instagram. Not much different, man. You know, like us on, on Spotify, you know, rate us on Apple Music and iTunes. You know, shout out, uh, you know, shout out to everybody that's listening. Uh, shout out to the, to the other people that's not listening too, man. Hopefully uh, we, can, we can get you guys to listen to us a little bit better, man. But uh, that's all I got, man. What else you got for us, Malik? Man, that's it. You said it all, brother. Man, why care wrestling? We out of here. TC Malik, we out.